Pastor Chad here, and I just want to begin uh, this, what I would call leadership challenge. I want to, it's been on my heart to do leadership training, to talk about leadership, and it's kind of like, well, where do I start? And the more I've been thinking about it, uh, the more I just feel like I should start somewhere. And as we start, we will we'll walk through different subjects, we'll walk through different ideas, and I hope that it'll be a blessing to you. I want to see our leadership trained up. I want to see you trained up as leaders. I want to see your skills, and I want to see your uh, leadership ability developed, even my leadership abilities developed. And so as we go through this, uh, as we go through these different aspects of leadership, I pray that it'll encourage you, it'll build you up, it'll challenge you, not only in church leadership, but even in, in life leadership, even in, in the things that you're doing in everyday life. And, and so, like I say, I was been, I was, this, this, I've been looking at things and it's like, well, where do I start? Where do I start? And I kind of thought, well, I need to just start somewhere. And uh, the first thing that I want to talk to us today about, or the first thing that I want to address, really, and hopefully this is just some short thoughts, I want us to uh, look at the courage to lead. The courage to lead. Uh, Leadership requires courage. The call, the expectation, the responsibility of leadership makes courage uh, an essential, necessary ingredient. And I think that we can un- understand this a, leader sh- a little bit. Um, just the walk, just the call, the responsibility of leadership. I mean, leadership, you know, when you're in a place of leadership, there's a place of, of vulnerability. There, there's a place of misunderstanding. There, there's criticism that can come with leadership. You, you know, as a leader, you're often making decisions um, that uh, on one hand can work or on another hand can fail. And so, you know, there can come with that the glory of making the right decision. There can also come with it the, uh, the, the struggles and the criticism of, of making the wrong decision. In a place of church leadership, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're called to walk in a place of faith, making decisions and, and leading in a place of faith. So we know that mistakes can happen. Leadership is often a lonely place when you start looking at it and start realizing uh, what leadership involves. Leadership involves making judgments that sometimes if you're not in a place of leadership, you don't understand or or don't realize or recognize. And so all of these things requires courage. Courage is an essential ingredient to leadership. Courage is absolutely necessary. And so what I want to do is uh, I want to talk today about three things, three things regarding leadership or three expressions of courage that as leaders we have to be willing to look at. This is, this is not, uh, this is not uh, the end all or be all. This is not an exhaustive list, but these are some things that we have to look at as leaders in our own life and, and look at and say, okay, as a leader, here's some here's 
three areas that I need to look at and be rec or recognize that um, as a leader, I'm going to have to face oftentimes. The one, first one, first expression of courage as a leader is the courage to say no. You know, early in our development as leaders, especially when leaders are young, uh, we assume that when an opportunity comes, we have to answer the door and embrace it, whoever or whatever is standing there at the time. And what we need to realize as leaders is that opportunity does not equal obligation. We need to realize and understand that just because an opportunity comes does not mean that God is opening a door to us. And I would encourage us in this because especially as leaders, especially when we are doing the things that God wants us to do, when we are focusing in on the, on the call of life, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's your call in life, the things that, that you feel God's called you to do in life. When we're looking at those things and, and we're dealing with those things or dealing with things even in the church, you know, there's a lot of things that'll come our way and bombard us and, and, and try to fill our lives. And, 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 and sometimes it's just, you know, people look at us as leaders and, and because we are leaders, they want to, they want to try to help us. But sometimes it's also the enemy coming along, trying to distract us from the things that God's called us to do. You remember not everything, not every opportunity, not every open door that comes our way is God. Um, and so we have to have the ability to identify and focus on the necessary things, the few necessary things that God calls us to do. You know, many of us, especially today, lead busy lives, and, and some of us lead very undisciplined lives. And we try to build momentum by doing, doing, doing. And my encouragement to you today is this. What are you doing that is towards that which God has called you to do? And what are you doing just to be busy? If you're doing things just to be busy, it's probably not from God. We have to learn to say no to the good because some things look good. Some things appear good. Some things even are good. And they're not, it's not even that they're sinful, but we have to turn away from those things that we look at and say, those things are good in order to do what is best. So we can't allow so many opportunities to come along and divert our attention from the opportunity that has the greatest potential. We see it, we actually see it in scripture. Remember the disciples, Remember the disciples, they, there was a problem with uh, the widows not being served properly. And what did the disciples turn and do? And, and by the way, the widows not eating properly, the widows not being served properly, the widows not having their needs met properly is a difficulty, is a problem. But the disciples turned or the apostles turned and say, hey, we, we shouldn't be diverted from the word and from prayer in order to feed these people. So they, they delegated to the you know, they delegated the responsibility to something else. And, and so you could look at it and say, well, what's more important than having to feed these widows? What's more important than their needs being met? And yet the disciples recognized and turned and said, hey, that need is important, but it is not up to me to fulfill it. 
It's not up to me to fulfill it. So we have to have the courage to say no in certain situations, even though, even though maybe the need is there, even though the opportunity is there, even though it might look like it is good. Some of the reasons that we don't say no, some of the reasons that we don't say no is because most of the time we're afraid. We're afraid of disappointing people. Uh, we, we fear that people are going to be upset with us. And, and frankly, sometimes people will be upset with us. People will not miss, will not understand. People will not get it. People, people will be offended. And, and we have to come to a place where we're okay with that, realizing and recognizing. And I'm not saying that we be rude about it, like that, you know, it, it's not, we don't just be rude and, and, and everything, but it, we need to understand what our calling is and doing that which God wants us to do and not be afraid that, that sometimes we're going to disappoint people. You know, sometimes we feel that we fear that we're going to miss out on an opportunity. But sometimes we have to realize that we're going to, there, there, there's always going to be opportunities. And sometimes we have to realize that, yeah, we might miss out on a good opportunity, but what is the best opportunity? What is the best thing for my life? Okay. Um, so we have to have the, the ability, we have to have the courage to say no as leaders. Another, another thing that we have to have the courage to do as leaders is to, to face the current reality. We have to have courage to face the status quo. Okay. Oftentimes as leaders, uh, we don't want to face reality. We don't want to look at the status quo because we are afraid of what we're going to see. And those things lead to simply denial. Uh, we, 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 we don't want to look at the current state of where things are at. We don't want to look at the current state of our life. Because if we look at the current state of our life and we actually examine it through, we, we actually look at it and sit down and, 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 and address it, we will realize that there are things that are not good. You see, we, we often don't want to embrace the current reality because of how discouraging and embarrassing it might be. You know, one reason that churches don't grow, you know, one reason that people don't grow is because they're not willing to be uh, relentless about the truth of where they are at in life and what is happening around about them. So rather than looking at it and saying, okay, this is where things are at. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is the problems. This is the areas of weakness. This is the areas that I'm not doing well in. This is the areas that I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm failing in. Rather than looking at those things, they rather brush them under the rug and rather look at maybe some of the positive things that they can bring up so that they don't have to be discouraged or they don't have to uh, be embarrassed by it. But we have to walk in a place if we're going to be leaders of courage, and, and especially in this area, we have to be transparent and we have to be willing to look at the uncomfortable things 
that we are dealing with as leaders so that we can acknowledge them and so that we can we can do what is necessary to bring a resolution to those things or bring a correction to those things, bring about uh, change to those things so that we can walk in an area of growth. You know, that that's one of the things that we're seeing in our world today. A lot of people are are, are, are blaming everyone else for their situation. And yes, I realize in some sense there is responsibility that falls upon our governments. There's responsibility that falls upon the, the things that are taking place around about us. But ultimately the responsibility rests with us. What are we doing about it in our current situation? What are we doing about it in our current situation? And so we have to be willing to face, we have to have the courage to face the current reality. So we can't, you know, we can't pretend, we can't exaggerate, we can't hide, we can't ignore the constructive criticism, and, and we can't isolate ourselves in the whole situation. Lastly, the, the, the third thing that I want to kind of just deal with in the area of courage and leadership is we have to have the courage to dream. And I, I, I close with this because I want to encourage you today as we're moving into 2022 is I want you to dream. I want you to dream about your life. I want you to dream about the church. I want you to dream about the area of leadership and responsibility that you have. I want you to dream. I want you to get even before God and say, God, give me a dream of what you want to see happen. Maybe you have a dream regarding business. Maybe you have a dream regarding your career. Maybe you have a dream regarding a relationship. Maybe these dreams that have been, that have been, that, that were there, maybe these dreams that you have have been put on the back burner and you've thought, I'm not going to dream because I don't want to be disappointed. Listen, I want to challenge you and encourage you to dream. Everything great starts with a dream. Okay, uh, you know, people who are afraid to dream don't try anything new. People who are afraid to dream don't create anything new. If people are afraid to dream, they don't they don't do anything new or they don't offer anything new. And our 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 failure to dream often comes from our fear to fail. And let I'll be honest with you, this has been something that has been in my heart and even in my life over these last years. At times, I've dreamt. I have dreams about Cornerstone. I have, listen, I have dreams that we are going to come to the point one day where we are in multiple services, not because of, of, of any sort of regulations or anything like that. I'm talking, we're going to be in multiple services. We're going to have overflow capacity in our services. We're going to be stuck because of the number of people that are coming through the doors. But at times, I've, I've, not, I've not wanted to dream that because of the things that are going around around about. And it's like, oh, I can't do it because look at everything that's happening in our world. Look at everything that the government is causing me to do. And I've come to realize, listen, I need to dream. God, if you look in Scripture, God gives dreams to people. God gives uh, his vision, his prophetic understanding, his ideas to people because he wants to inspire in their heart for them to go out and do something for him. 
And so I want to encourage you as a dreamer. Dream. Start dreaming again. Dream regarding your department. Dream regarding your life. Dream regarding your relationship. Dream regarding your finances. Dream regarding your business. Dream regarding the different things that you're, that, that you're dealing with in life. Dream. And, and, and you know what? The best place to start with those dreams is to get into the closet and say, God, give me a dream of what you want to accomplish. Give me a dream of what you want me to accomplish. So, so those, are, those are three things, those three thoughts regarding the courage of a leader. One, the courage to say no. Number two, the courage to deal with or to face the current reality. Number three, the courage to dream. The courage to dream. The courage to dream. Some kind of conclusion uh, questions that I would, uh, would, would encourage you with, you know, related to some of these things. As a leader, here's something for you to think about. As a leader, do you have a difficult time saying no? I do at times. I know that for me, that's a struggle at times. Um, number in another one, what do you need to put on your not to do list? What do you need to not, you know, to put on your not to do list? And which, which also would entail, what do you need to put on your to do list? What are things that you need to do to put on your to do list? Okay. Think about this. Think about that. Here's some thoughts for you. These are for you to answer and look at. Are there areas in your, in, in, in your life that aren't going well? Have you faced up to those areas or are you, are you just pretending? Am I pretending? Um, what areas need to be improved upon? What areas am I lacking? What areas am I struggling in? What areas do I need to put more effort in? Um, and, and I guess, the last one is this. What are your dreams? What has God put upon your heart that you can say this is this is the dream for life? This is the dream of leadership. This is the dream that God's put upon my heart. And uh, I believe that if you look at these things, um, as you look at uh, this aspect of leadership, I believe that uh, you will see uh, great things take place. And, and, and as you look to God in all of these different things, he will give you the ability. He'll give you the things that you need, that you need. You'll see the things happen and, and you'll look back even in, in six months time from now and, and, and it'll have a tremendous impact upon who you are. So I just want to encourage you today. Take courage, the courage to lead. And uh, remember the call, the expectation and the responsibility of leadership makes courage an essential ingredient. So God bless you. Hope that encourages you. Well, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay? Bye-bye.